0: Welcome to the Nutracast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the Nutracast where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry say one person's trash is another person's treasure, but what about your waste, like the kind you flush down the toilet? Researchers at Duke University have developed a smart toilet that uses artificial intelligence to track and manage chronic gastrointestinal ailments. Joining me now is Dr. Sonia Grego, Associate Research Professor in Electrical and Computer Engineering at Duke, and one of the people behind the development of this high-tech toilet. Welcome to the NutriCast, Dr. Grego. Thank you for having me. So what is the SMART Toilet and and what kind of sparked the interest and the idea in all this?
1: Yes, the toilet as a SMART health tool is a new concept. The idea came within our team because our engineering effort is on wastewater on-site treatment which means our team has expertise in the effluent of toilet, not wastewater at the wastewater treatment plant scale, much smaller scale. And we are uh, developing technologies that find value tools, as you said, in the effluent of toilet, whether it's recovery of nutrient or reusable water. The question was posed, is there health data in this solid waste that we could capture before it goes to the drain? And the answer is a resounding yes.
0: So can you kind of break down how it works?
1: Yes, our goal is to capture health data from stool that would be otherwise flushed down the toilet. We have developed a technology that operates as a flush and forget. So the user uses the toilet as it, without changing their routine, and does not experience any difference. However, the wastewater containing the stool is then imaged and analyzed so that information that is valuable to to diagnosis and management of GI diseases can be obtained. The smart toilet provides two types of analysis. First, it automatically takes a picture and uh, uses artificial intelligence to determine uh, properties of the stool appearance that are of diagnostic value and then separately it can also capture a small portion of the stool for biochemical analysis.
0: I know a lot of people use the term artificial intelligence. Can you kind of break down and explain the artificial intelligence and, and how that technology is used?
1: Yes. The hardware of the smart toilet technologies can capture an image of every uh, bowel movement of stool that passes through that toilet. And it would recognize who the user is by a simple fingerprint recognition on the toilet flush. And so this this is an incredible uh, digital health tool for, for capturing objective data on the bowel movement. But once you have a ton of images, you don't wanna have to go to the GI doctor with a, with a set of images from your previous month or six months. You, you wanna have an algorithm that analyzes the image and the text when a stool is abnormal for a variety of reasons, whether there is a loose stool indication of diarrhea or, or a constipated stool. So to, to teach a computer how to recognize these abnormalities from a a picture, one needs to use uh, artificial intelligence or actually machine learning. Uh, The challenge of using machine learning for stool properties recognition is that this technique requires a lot of images to teach the computer. So so our first challenge was to collect a data set of stool images that, as you can imagine, a pretty private personal experience, so so there isn't a public database of these images, so we had to build a database. Then, and it was no less impressive, we were able to find two GI clinician collaborators that are wonderful collaborators who patiently annotated with their expertise each image to define how how would they classify the consistency and whether blood is present and the level of concern from the images. And then we used the algorithm, we used 80% of these annotated images, the computer, what a normal or an abnormal stool is. And then we tested how accurate the algorithm is on the remainder of the images, and we obtained very promising results. So this means that the smart toilet is a digital health tool. Uh, It will be an app that tracks your bowel movement for you with, with no effort. A lot goes
0: into this, and I was going to ask about, you know, there's obviously a lot of families, so uh, how you kind of individualize it, but you said it uses a fingerprint.
1: Yeah. So individualizing is pretty straightforward. The beauty of it is that it enables to collect images from the same person day after day. So it removes the burden of tracking for long-term, yet it will provide a, a baseline of health, of what is normal for each individual, for example, in a family. And, and our dream is that improved algorithms will use that data and detect deviation from baseline as early warning of diseases.
0: Yeah. And I'm just thinking about our current state of affairs right now. I mean, could this device be used? Could it have been helpful in tracking COVID-19, for instance?
1: COVID-19, while it's a respiratory disease, the virus is shed in in feces, it could certainly be used to detect the presence of the virus. But infections are acute conditions that can be detected. This technology has an even wider application space because it could detect long-term deviations from normal. So we hypothesize it would detect early warning of slow forming diseases. It's an open space of research for us because these longitudinal data sets from tools do not exist because there is a large aversion from people in handling and even looking at, at their own excreta. So all this health data goes down the drain. Our technology will, will capture this data and, and it will be, we think, a treasure trove of information for um, for a variety of applications.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned it takes photos. What about the potential for it to maybe pick up on biomarkers?
1: Would would that be a possibility down the road? Oh, that is a possibility now. We are about to publish uh, work that uh, demonstrates how the hardware not only takes a picture of the stool after it has been flushed, it can also capture a small specimen from the stool and conduct biochemical analysis. We have data that prove that the specimen sampled from the smart toilet can undergo microbiome analysis with the same accuracy as specimen collected in the conventional way that require to handle the specimen. This could really lead to some potential partnerships maybe with microbiome
0: companies or probiotic manufacturers?
1: Yes. We are interested in exploring partnerships. We, there are a lot of opportunities for collaborations. This is um, platform technologies with a variety of, of applications, and, and we see a lot of potentials.
0: Are you able to determine how accurate this is, whether from images or from biomarkers?
1: Mm-hmm. So for uh, for the images, we can compare with how inaccurate self-assessment uh, subject oh, and, and how subjective the assessment of an image is. In my collaborations with GI doctors, they tell me that it is their experience time and again that patients describing the, their bowel movement uh, appearance are inconsistent with other data that the doctors had to collect. So there are a few published studies. For example, there was a study published in 2018 that assessed how subjective assessment is on 25 patients with irritable bowel syndrome, 25 complained of diarrhea yet inaccurate. An objective measure of their stool proved that only 60% of them were right. Our algorithm is, in this proof-of-concept studies, at the current stage, 85% accurate. And it can only get better as we acquire more images. So the image and the uh, machine learning associated with the images is more accurate than individuals. For the biomarker analysis, the technology is essentially a hands-free sampling for stool. So we compare the result of analytical technique, for example, a microbiome sequencing, we compare specimen extracted from the smart toilet with the same stool sampled before it was flushed down the toilet in the conventional way, and we see no statistical difference in the results. So We think that analytical techniques on specimen sampled from the smart toilet will be as accurate as conventional sampling. The advantage is it it is hands-free. The individual does not need to handle the stool, which is a huge barrier. The accuracy
0: is there. The compliance aspect, you would go about your day as you normally would, other than maybe
1: to scan your finger,
0: right? The fingerprint.
1: Oh, we put the fingerprint on the button that you need to flush the toilet. So if the toilet is flushed, you need to touch it in in residential use.
0: Okay. So you guys have thought of everything. Um, Who would use this device? You mentioned people with IBS, but would this be helpful for your everyday person or is there a specific target demographic?
1: Oh, this this will be helpful to, to a large number of users. We envision people with chronic GI diseases as being the early adopters because these are the people that currently have to struggle with tracking their bowel movement and providing stool samples. However, for health conscious people, a smart toilet will be a tool for um, tracking automatically an important physiological function that is currently completely ignored by the the digital health toolkits. So people have wearables and Fitbit and smart watches, but for gut health, which is so central to the whole person's health, there is no objective sensors or device. So this smart toilet that would populate with with the data and analytics information in an app would fill this this gap and provide information for gut health to everybody. We also envision use and adoption in long-term care facility. That's an ideal use case because those users always use the same bathroom, so you can have very consistent pictures. And uh, the elderly disproportionately suffer from GI diseases and disorders, for example, disproportionately are affected by constipation, which impacts quality of life. And yet this is the population reporting and self-reporting is, is hardest. So long-term care facilities are, are an ideal application. And as well as we envision research uses for clinical trials and other tests, because this toilet and particularly in the functionalities of collecting samples hands-free would enable regular collections of specimen to evaluate efficacy of intervention.
0: You brought up a really good point because the elderly demographic is so overlooked. And a lot of it, you know, it probably has to do with they're not into the wearables, right? They don't do they don't get into all the digital health sort of things. So the fact that you could give them a tool to use that literally Involves them not really doing anything other than what they normally do would be so helpful for that particular population.
1: Yes, we have had conversations with aging experts that that really point out how, particularly in memory care, uh, in cases of cognitive decline, it's really hard to determine whether there is discomfort from the GI point of view. So, so this tool would be extremely valuable and enable interventions. Such as simple uh, hydration in case of diarrhea that currently take place only if nurses happen to notice some irregularity. The Internet of Things has to expand its capability to such an important physiological functions like your whole well-being depends on, on your gut health, and yet we have no information about it.
0: You bring up so many great points like you said, the the gut microbiome contains so much important information and we're just now getting into it. There's so much that we don't know. And then in terms of combining digital health, you know, personalized nutrition, digital tools, AI. I mean, do you think this is the future of personalized nutrition?
1: I certainly hope so. And and we hope that this technology will be a, a key enabler of this research. I've spoken with uh, with experts of nutrition uh, about these technologies and about the kind of studies that they conduct. And it was very interesting to hear that they do not collect uh, many stools, although their intervention is nutrition. And human subjects that they can enroll prefer to come every month for a a blood test. So they prefer to, (laughs) to be stabbed by a needle and and give blood more than providing a stool sample. So such is the aversion to deal with the specimen that the most direct readout of nutrition intervention is overlooked by research just because you would never get the specimen.
0: And as you learn more about these users, um, I imagine you're doing some research.
1: Our uh, research indicates that the technology is helpful for consumers people in residential use cases, but the technology would be a valuable research tool for uh, clinical trials. Clinical trials have a high attrition rate of subjects, like 85% of clinical trials lose the adequate number of patients because patients live two hours away from the clinical site. So the field is moving toward decentralized clinical trials which uh, require direct drug distribution to people where they live, as well as remote monitoring and diagnostics. And particularly for drugs that address GI conditions, uh, the smart toilet technology would be a valuable tool to enable decentralized clinical trials and stool monitoring at home. So that's very interesting area of research.
0: Yeah, definitely. And especially when you're thinking about compliance, which obviously we've talked about is something that is hard to maintain. Dr. Grego, you've been doing this for about 15 years. You've got expertise in sensors and diagnostics and developing health-focused engineering innovations. Um, does this smart toilet stand out to you? Did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams
1: that you'd be part of something like this? Indeed, this is this is a Uh, a new twist on on the development of of technologies for health, which I have done in all my career. Yet I am so excited because we are so close to have an impact on people's health, on the way uh, GI diseases and gut health is managed by people. I am so excited by this smart toilet technologies that we have co-founded a startup, Cooprata, to develop uh, this technology into a product and we are excited by the interest that we are receiving from potential users, GI patients and GI physicians uh, that are collaborating with us on the development of this technology because it really fills a gap in the ability to monitor your health um, remotely and accurately.
0: Dr. Grego, what is next for the Smart Toilet, and when is this prototype expected to be available to the public?
1: We are aggressively pursuing the development of the technology, and our next steps are the development of a a prototype that can be validated with patients. We want to expand our engagements with the IA doctors and with patients so that the, the product can better address the needs of the potential users. We are really focused on uh, the development of prototypes and and then products immediately after that.
0: Yeah, you'll have to keep us posted on all that. And I recently read a new paper that concluded that the smart toilet is a promising precision health tool for early intervention and improved clinical outcomes. Dr. Grego, thank you so much for coming on the Nutricast today.
1: Thanks for having me. Everybody poops, nobody talks about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you like what you just heard, you could subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutriIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week.